Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm Rick Scotch, your host of the Scotch Parlor podcast, where we capture lifestyles and share stories of inspiring people that bring motivation, knowledge, and entertainment to our community. Life is good. Let's get started. Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm your host, Rick Scotch of the Scotch Parlor podcast. Today, we're here with entrepreneur Mike Irons. He is the founder of Situation Control and Iron Brands. Situation Control is a custom-tailored, made-to-measure clothing shop. He services his clients by appointment to create unique, one-of-a-kind suits, sport coats, shirts, trousers, and outerwear. Mike, I want to thank you for your time today and and sharing your story of, of your entrepreneurial journey. And uh, I want to pass it on to you so you can give your introduction and we can start off very basic, you know, just talk about a little bit about where you're from, where you're living now and kind of go from there. Cool. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate you having me. Uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to be here. My name is uh, Mike Irons, also known as Iron Mike, originally from, from San Diego, grew up down in SoCal, moved to L.A. for a couple of years, moved back to San Diego and then moved to the Bay Area around uh, 2010. But uh, grew up down in San Diego you know, skateboarding, SoCal culture, you know, low riders, cars, tattoos, you know, street art, all that stuff. So you growing up in San Diego is always around uh, creative people and, and things like that. But uh, I've always, you know, enjoyed clothing and menswear and stuff like that. And that's sort of what brought me up to the Bay Area. Cool. All right. All right. So then as far as your entrepreneurial journey, you started with Irons Brands. Correct. That's, and you still have that. That's kind of, is that your like parent company so yeah so irons brand was my original brand which i started in 2001 i guess you could call it streetwear at the time that word wasn't really thrown thrown out around then Uh it was like sort of the or the infancy of streetwear but i'd always you know like i said i grew up in skateboarding so i guess for me it it was started making t-shirts so i remember you know in high school i had a buddy you know they took graphic arts class they're printing t-shirts we had our little skate gang we make our skate (laughs) t-shirts So I think T-shirts for me, you know, everybody was calling Iron Mike was my DJ name. So, you know, DJing started first and then from Iron Mike, then it turned into I was like, oh, I'm going to make T-shirts. And then I came up with this idea called Iron. So I was like, hey, I'm going to make T-shirts. So that's perfect. <laughs> my, yeah. My voice to the world were, were T-shirts. Okay. So I guess as an entrepreneur and uh, I was just listening to this podcast that Bobby Hundreds did, you know, let, me starting it was never about making money. It uh-huh. was like. Hey, I'm going to make these cool T-shirts. You know, I want people to wear them, you know, and then, you know, money came later. But yeah. at, at the time, it was just like, hey, I'm just going to make cool graphic T-shirts, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, again, I was working with a group of guys in San Diego, probably the most talented sort of creative group at the time as far as streetwear goes. And I was designing the stuff in the States, but I had a, a partner in Japan and I had some distribution in Japan. So I launched my brand exclusively overseas in Japan. So I had so Japan and Hong Kong. So a lot of people thought my brand was was a Japanese brand. And yeah, at that okay. time, you know, you had like Bathing Ape and there's a lot of these Japanese brands. So I sort of had this kind of cult following. Uh-huh. I didn't sell it in the States yet. So if you had one in the States, you probably I, I gave it to you. Wow. Right? Okay, okay. Okay. So Iron's brand started there, uh, you know, in Japan. I had a few stores. And at that time, there was a few streetwear stores. And if you wanted to, to get my stuff, you either had to know somebody or, you know, go to that store and get gotcha, it. Gotcha. Okay. You know, so I guess... The exclusivity. It was real kind of exclusive <laughs> at the time. And, you know, there's not too many shops now, but, you know, that was my start, I guess, of being an entrepreneur. I was like, oh, man, oh, cool. I can make clothes and make a little bit of money. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You know? And so 
Iron's brand originally was Iron Situation Control. Wow. So okay. That was that's the full name. Uh-huh. So Situation Control now is sort of me, you know, the the grown up a little bit yeah. more. So my taste is sort of now into tailored clothing. And what I'm finding now is a lot of my, you know, Iron's brand fans or people that have bought T-shirts now in the past are now contacting me to make suits for them gotcha. so, so i've gotten up. older <laughs> my taste has gotten older so have they so they've sort of grown with me but when I, you know i'm not always in a suit so you know if you go to my website we make t-shirts and hats still and i still like camo and military wear and vintage stuff so a lot of what you see what situation control is has the dna of irons brand uh-huh. and i think a lot of how my approach to my current brand you know still reflects what irons brand originally was that's cool so yeah. and that's what and that's so that's how you end up where you're at now with yeah basically control. that's yeah. cool yeah so, it, so t-shirts and hats was where i started and now i'm doing you know suits and tuxedos but cool. <laughs> there it's you go. still cool. creative to me and you know you know designing it meeting clients i think is what makes me the happiest you know see that's cool yeah. so then when you were doing irons brands mm-hmm. When did you know you were an entrepreneur? Did it was have you when you were a kid were you doing stuff or is it something where you just got that that bug and you're like, you know what, I'm just gonna start my t shirt brand and 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 go from there. Yeah, I think it's when I when I launched the T-shirt brand. I think uh-huh. you know when I was younger, you know, you you try and sell stuff, or when I was a DJ, I try to sell mixtapes, things like that. <laughs> you're like, what can I hustle? Yeah, 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 yeah to yeah. make a couple of bucks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I think. I kind of always had that little hustle in me, you know what I mean? And, and you know, my mom, you know, she grew up, she used to make all my clothes and stuff too. Uh-huh. So, and then she had like three jobs. So I think I get a lot of my work ethic from my mom because cool. she's like always just hustled. So yeah. for me, even if I had like a day gig, I always had two or three little side things, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So whether it was t-shirts or trying to sell mixtapes or even DJing clubs trying to make extra money, yeah. you know? So a lot of, you know, I guess, even DJing was a, was a big business that's for what me I was for say. a long I, that's time. A, that's yeah, a so <laughs> I DJed uh, at this bar in San Diego for like nine years plus. Wow. Okay. Um, so that was, you know, I had my day job and then I was DJing, DJing. at night. So that's it was cool. like, if I didn't have another thing, I wasn't doing much. You know, like yeah. I, did, I felt like I, w- I, I needed to have something going on. Gotcha. You know all right. I mean? all so right. I, I guess probably, uh, you know, when after, you know, early 2000s, I think was probably when like, okay, I think I can, you know. Do it on your own. Do it on my own. All right. You know. That's cool. All right. So then as far as the situation control, when did you officially, I guess, launch Situation Control? Uh, situation Control, as it is now, is the tailored clothing brand within the last within the last two years. Okay, cool. So I was doing it sort of on the side, just, you know, just you'd know me as Mike. I would make you, you know, custom clothes. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to, you know, I. I worked at Wingtip, which is a men's store. I worked there for about four years. And then I, after I left Wingtip, I, I started a brand, custom clothing with another group of guys, another operation, which didn't last that long. And I, then I decided I was going to just kind of do it okay. on my own uh-huh. uh, with my wife, uh, who's my business par- partner, uh-huh. uh, Yuki Iron. Shout out to Yuki. There you go. <laughs> She's the other half of uh, Situation Control, so my, my business partner. So within the last two years, I'd say is, what, is how we've been doing it. And um, I typically, up until now, I'd meet my clients at their home or their office, fit them there. But I'm happy to say last week just got the keys to our new showroom uh, in Union Square on Post Street in the historic Shreve building right above Harry Winston. Couldn't couldn't be more stoked to have this space. So now we can meet our clients in, you know, historic buildings, service them there privately by appointment. 
just I couldn't be happier. That's exciting, yeah, man. That's cool. Exciting. I'm super pumped for you. I, Thanks. I, I was uh, when as I was following you on Instagram, I, I saw that and I was like, oh. And then that, <laughs> I think two days ago, you just posted that little, a little, a little glimpse of the yeah. of the shot from outside with your name. I was right. like, that's what it's all about. You know right, what I mean? Like right. your your goals, right? You know, going up levels and 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 it, you know, like we talked about briefly off off this podcast was it's just you know patience. Yeah, it, I mean, it, you know. Yeah, you got to wait it out. And uh, like I said earlier, you know, like, you know, 25, 30 year old me would be really proud of me right now. So I think you got to celebrate little wins, you know, if you, if you have a business, because I think you have an idea of what success is. But if you look at what you've done from where you've started, you got to celebrate those little wins. You yeah, know, it's like, sure. you know, you look at your business plan or your to do list and, you know, I'll, once in a while I'll go back and go, OK, I checked this off, that uh -huh, off, that uh -huh. off. Like, wow. OK, cool. Now we're here what's next you know what i mean so i think you know we've come a long way there's there's still more to go but you know for sure pretty for sure. proud of where we're at what do you love about your industry i guess we can kind of focus on the aspect of we can focus on the men's fashion mm -hmm. or maybe even if you want to just talk specifically about custom tailoring yeah well i'll tell you a little bit i guess about both i think where we're at now i think with menswear social media, web, you know, web, things like that. I think there's there's more information out there, obviously, for men to see or get inspired by men's clothing. Mm -hmm. It's a good and a bad thing. But I think a lot of that, you know, like guys that get inspired and then they find me is good for me as a mm -hmm. business, right? Yeah. Um, but what I love most about it is, is, is meeting people through tailored clothing or custom clothing. So, you know, some guys I meet, they're, you know, been dressing for a long time and have found, found me, maybe they've seen some of my work. And they contact me because they want to do a commission piece or something. But I guess what I like most about it, I guess, is just, is is meeting the people. I okay. guess. You know, like cool. meeting clients. And yeah. a lot of my clients have turned into like really good friends of mine. Yeah, I'm sure. So I guess the industry, menswear industry, you know, the those clients, I guess, nurturing, like meeting them and nurturing that relationship is okay. what I enjoy most. Okay, cool. cool, um, cool. And menswear, I mean, obviously, I like to dress. So... So, yeah, but you have a natural in interest. Yeah, in that I mean, I, I love it, you know, and it's funny because social media for me lately, I've been trying to get off it a little bit because, <laughs> um, you know, I, I end up just scrolling, but I get inspired by, you know, there's so many people that I follow uh -huh. and, you know, it inspires me in different ways. But like I said, there's um, there's a lot more information. I think guys are a little more educated now. Uh-huh. And um, they kind of either know what they want or, or don't know what they want. And then I can kind of help advise. So that's cool. And then you know? now they appreciate what a suit is. instead Correct. of Instead of going to you know, uh, the local, I mean, men's warehouse or whatever, like off the rack. And, and they right. understand now the different look between one that you buy off the rack versus something that's actually tailored, made to measure to right. you. It just feels good and, and it makes you look yeah. freaking stunning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's part of, of what we do. I think that is different than, you know, off the rack. Like say you're looking for a suit and you go to, you know, your usual suspects, Nordstrom and Macy's, something uh -huh. like that. Like if you buy something off the rack, it's meant to fit a range of body types, right? Uh -huh. So what we do, you know, everything's custom. So it's yeah. made to fit you. And the way we do it, you know, it's it's private. It's one-on-one. -on -one. So, cool, so for me, it's... What differentiates us from anywhere is is, is the service. You know uh -huh. what I mean? So what's one on one? You and I collaborate. You know, if you have a vision, you know, I have a vision of what you want. We meet in the middle. I help advise. You know, we turn you whatever your your dream is, and you know, we make that into a three dimensional garment That's that cool. you can wear. So I mean, it's it's art. You know, yeah. and yeah, then for yeah, me, yeah. it's creative because you're picking fabric. You know, and 
you know, it's sized for you. It's one of one. It's special, you know, uh-huh. and, I, and I love to, you know, from initial fitting to like final products. I, I love the process. See, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, that's and so that in essence is the process of how you go from meeting a client to getting them looking good. Exactly. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your typical day like as the founder of Situation Control? Uh, so my typical day, um, I get up, uh, I do my stretches, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. do my morning stretches. I have my coffee, walk the dog, you know, chat with the wife in the morning before she goes to work. Um, but my typical work day, you know, I get up, you know, I see what orders I have. You know, I follow up with my, with my factories. I follow up with my fabric mills to make sure I've got cloth coming. I check my calendar for the day, see what see what fittings I have. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes it could be a consultation, initial consultation. I'll meet a client for 30 to 45 minutes, maybe over the phone. Maybe they want to meet in person. I figure out what their needs are. Uh, maybe meet them in the showroom. Uh, we'll look at fabrics. And then if I have a fitting, you know, we'll go through the fitting process, take their measurements. Again, look at fabric, talk details, things uh-huh. like that. And then other times I'm going to run into the tailor shop, either dropping off tailoring or picking up tailoring, delivering something. So it's usually all revolved around my clients, yeah. you know, yeah, 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 um, yeah. contacting clients. And, and a lot of what I do is, you know, after we've got the order, I mean, there's there's follow up, follow up, follow for up. Sure. For me, it's all follow up. Okay. So if you're my client, you know, you've got a wedding coming up. Like I need to m- let you know that everything's taken care of. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what Peace I mean? So, yeah. So you're not going, Mike, when, when is it coming? You know, so I let you know every step of the way, you know, when we can deliver, where we're going to meet again. So a lot of it is communication. So for me, it's communicating with the factory or my clients. Cool. All right. Yeah. So there you go. So that yeah. all day. It's, uh, yeah. And <laughs> if it's not that, I'm working. You know, I'm working with my wife on the website or yeah. what we're, you know, what are the next items we're going to make? What are we designing? You know, we need to update the web store, you know. Well, okay. So, that, yeah, no, right. So, yeah. then that actually leads into the question where, like, what do you, the day-to-day task. Yeah. What do you find the most challenging aspect on on the business side of it where you're like, oh, I got to do yeah. this even though so, I So, yeah. So, I mean, I if you own a business, you'll know. But, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a creative. So like all the other stuff, the back end stuff, you know, money, finances, all of those sort of things. It's not challenging, but it's just like the, the, the not fun things for yeah. me. You know, where, um, you know, you're like, okay, I need to figure out, you know, your balance sheet and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, paying vendors and all of this. So, you know, it's sort of the logistical things okay. that... I wouldn't say it's what I don't like, but, it, you know, it's, it, it's a, just it's a thorn that. you. Yeah, have to exactly. So <laughs> that's what, what you learn and what I've learned in business is it's not just about like, you know, I'm out, I'm selling, I'm meeting people, yeah. I'm, you know, but there's the whole other end. You, you got to wear 10 different hats. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yes, being your, a business owner is is great. You know, uh-huh. if, you know, you have the time to do what you want to do. But then there's also all the other things that are involved with running a business uh-huh. on the day to day that, you know, checks and balances. Oh, so yeah, it, for sure. Things for like sure. that. So. So as any entrepreneur, we learn, we always learning. We learn as we go. Mm-hmm. What would you say your biggest learning experience that you've learned so far as a business owner? Um, like, I guess it goes back to that previous question. It's like, yeah, just wearing a lot of hats, okay. you know, it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to start a business. You know, I got the LLC, this is what we're going to do. But then, you know, you got to, you know, set up your, how, how are you going to set up your business? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So all of those sort of like logistical things, what it looks like on paper, 
you know, how are you going to grow? Things like that. So, you know. So, kind of, okay. So, that really has been yeah, the, so, the, the biggest learning experience as far yeah, as I, on the business. Because as a, like you said, as a creative. Right, as a creative. You just want to create. I just want to create. Like, and- I know, like he's like, I know, you know, what the suit needs to look like. I know what my brand looks like. But how do we structure the business? You know, yeah. how do we scale the business? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, got to pay taxes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. got to do taxes. You know, <laughs> all of those things. So, that was the biggest learning thing for me. And, you know, even like when I had the streetwear brand, I, I didn't know how to run a business. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You, you learn as you go, like yeah. you said, you know, so it's like, oh, man, you know, like, you know, I got to copyright this or uh-huh, I uh-huh. get an LLC here or you know, open a bank account. Like all of those things you sort of learn, you know, and that's, you know, sort of growing. You gotcha. Know? Okay, yeah, okay. So, I mean, every day I'm learning. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. As entrepreneurs, like I always say, right. it's like we every day is a new day and we, yeah. I mean, we also try to push ourselves to learn something new, right? Absolutely. Like just kind of continue to grow and, yeah. and all that good stuff. So for someone that's out there like looking to start a business, what piece of advice or maybe even two pieces of advice that you would give them on any future entrepreneur that says, hey, Mike, I want to start a business? Yeah. I would say if you have an idea for something, start it today. Like when I started Iron's Brand, I had an idea and I was like, hey, I'm School cool the logo. I'm going to make a t-shirt. Like, start with a t-shirt, right? Some people, it starts with a sticker. Whatever it is, like, do it. Get something out there and start it today. Like, stop thinking about it and do it, you know? So, I think you've got your list of things. And, like, for me, I always have things running in my head and I got to write them down, right? So, like, I'm like, okay, I, this I got to do. It's like, I don't, my day doesn't end until I check off all the things that I have done, done for the day. Uh-huh. So, I think uh-huh. if, like, you want to start a brand, like, start it today. You know what I mean? But have a vision of what you want to do. And I think you need to have a clear vision of what your brand is and what what are you doing different or better than something that's out there. Gotcha. Okay. That's yeah. cool. That's really good advice. You know, right. so you don't wait till tomorrow. To do it today. Just do. Just do. Do baby. it. Yeah. <laughs> Get out there and do it. And you'll learn. You'll make mistakes. And I made make mistakes. And that's the way you learn. But like you're never going to do it if you don't even start. So Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what what's your next move for your business? For us, I mean, obviously we're doing everything that we're doing right now. Well, most of what we're doing right now is tailored clothing made to order. So I do a little bit of ready to wear. Like if you go to our website, we have hats and t-shirts and some bags, but we'll have a little bit of ready to wear. I'll do like specialty pieces for the season. So like during the summer, we'll do like a linen jacket or a cotton jacket, very limited run. Uh-huh. Um, and then fall, we'll do flannel or some cashmere. Like for fall right now, I'm going to make some top coats. So if you come to the showroom, you can have something made and then also leave with something. So I think a lot of places that do tailored clothing, all they do is tailored clothing. But I want to do a, l- a little mix of like That's cool. get something made and also take something home. Yeah. You know? So. So you're taking something like instant gratification. Yeah, you know, aspect, I mean, that, that is cool. You're, you're absolutely yeah. right about I that. I mean, obviously, our focus is is tailored clothing. Yeah. Custom tailored clothing is, is what we want to do. But, you know, all the other stuff, we want to go to complement it, you know. For sure. Like, I'm into, you know, military, I'm into the camo stuff, uh-huh. workwear, denim, you know, knitwear. So at some point, we'll have more of that. Yeah. And then we'll expand that via the website as well. So we'll have more offering on the website. So we'll have some ready-to-wear, some accessories. Uh, I want to do hats, uh, neckwear, pocket squares, cufflinks, cool, cool, all cool, that cool, stuff. Cool, cool. So, yeah. See, that, this is exactly the advice you, you, you just gave too, right? Have a clear, right. clear exactly. vision of where so, you want to take right. it. Right, <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like, you know, first we started with the program. 
you know, now we have the showroom, you know, you know, next on the to-do list is, is ready to wear. That's so, cool. All you right, know, that's we'll inspiring. Build, build the brand. And then uh, at some point we're going to, well, once we get this location dialed, open something in Los Angeles, uh-huh. San Diego, East Coast, you know, so expand. Exactly. You know, build right. the brand totally. and expand. So. Cool, cool, cool. So now with all that crazy work and you building your, your brand, there's that other aspect of beyond work, it's life. Right. <laughs> yeah. Enjoying life, yes. right? Yes. So- the acronym I created is WIDWID. Right. Why I do what I do. So, which means what's your inspiration? So, right. I asked you, Mike, what's your WIDWID? What's your inspiration? What uh, inspires me to do what I do? Yeah. Well, basically, you know, uh, like I said earlier, like I, uh, like I like to meet clients. So, when I'm dressing a client, you know, it's not just about the clothes. It's about how they feel when they're in, in the clothing. Uh-huh. So... You know, to make a client feel good is is what drives me. You know, I've got a passion to to make clothing, uh-huh. and it's beyond the clothing. It's it's more client related. So if I can make a client feel good, that's that, that's what it's all and about. And that keeps you going. That keeps me going. All right. You know, and to get my voice out for a vision that we have, you know, and and to put it out to the world is is everything to me. Cool. All right. And then, uh, so as far as hobbies, what do you yeah. do for fun? What's your outlet? Uh, skateboarding. All right. Skateboarding. Uh, I'm not young (laughs) by any means, but I grew up skateboarding. I love to, you know, whenever I can, I like, I still try to try to like to skate. Gotcha. Um, cycling, you know, Okay. any free time, you know, like to hang with the wife. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. In our, in our little dog. But now I actually have a skateboarding question. Yeah. I always wanted to skateboard. Okay. I never skateboard. Okay. Being that I am now 37. Yeah. Is that something? Because I've been told, I was like, oh, you're going to be too old. You're not. You've <laughs> never done it. You're not going to do it. But I'm like, all right, tell me I can't do it and I'm going to try it's to never, do it. It's never too late. It's never too it's late. Never all right. Late. See, now I'm yeah. going to go get a skateboard now. Yeah. Start today. I got one. I'll give you one. <laughs> all right. There you go. <laughs> Just got to get out there get out there and push. There you go. See, yeah. that's what I was. Because yeah. what I'm really trying to get to is that boosted board uh, aspect where the, you know, you oh, have the, the other, yeah, and that, you, I'm like, okay, but I got to start off. Now you got to get to get the real skateboard, man. All right. You gotta, you gotta push. All right. Right. I'm seeing too many electric electric uh-huh. skateboards. You gotta keep it core. Real, oh, real, okay, real, okay. real skateboarding. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. shout out to real skateboarders. All right, there you go. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> All right, cool. So then uh the other thing what I always well, I, okay, so as entrepreneurs, we always need some type of uh, motivation. Yes. So may it be books, may it be podcasts, maybe YouTube. Yeah. What do you find your best source of motivation? Um, as of late, uh, a lot of podcasts, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, social media, uh, obviously, there's guys that I follow on social media. So sometimes when I get up in the morning and I find myself scrolling, you know, I'll go on, you know, certain pages that I follow and I get inspiration from there. But a lot of podcasts, late, actually, lately... I've been listening to your podcast. Oh, cool, actually. cool, cool, <laughs> a lot cool, lately. cool. Scotch uh, Parlor podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to Scotch Parlor. Uh, business of fashion. So when I'm not, you know, I do listen to music that inspires me as well, but a lot of podcasts. Sweet, yeah. And and YouTube, a lot of film. I've been watching a lot of old film li- okay. li- lately. To be honest, uh, a lot of my inspiration lately has been coming from 80s. That's okay. That, um, that'd be- 80s movies. And 80s music was great. 80s fashion was weird, uh-huh. but uh, I'm drawing a lot of inspiration lately from 80s fashion. Um, yeah. Interesting. All right. That's, yeah. see, that's cool. And that's, you know what? I'm never, I mean, I obviously people use YouTube for yeah. different things, but that's cool because that's where you could get fashion inspiration just looking at old right. clips and where yeah. else, but YouTube. Baby. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and for men's clothing or tailored clothing, you know, there's there's so many genres, you know, the 30s had a certain look, uh-huh. the 60s had a very, you know, it's, it's look. 
And then the 80s had its d- distinct look, you know, and I think right now, you know, menswear is sort of having a renaissance. I think it's it's got its thing. Uh, but um, yeah, my influence has been a lot of 80s film. OK, yeah. cool. That's cool. And then as far as I always had an interest in as far as what do you do? And may it be Sunday or whatever day it is, mm-hmm. that day, a day of rest yeah. or maybe a few hours of, of on a certain day. What would you say you do for on your Sunday? What is your Sunday like? Yeah, so um, it may not be a Sunday in particular, but you know, if I have maybe a free day or my wife and I maybe can coordinate a, a day where it's sort of free, you know, we, you know, I'd like to ride my bike in the morning, just okay. get out, you know, maybe go push around on my, there's a skate park a block from my house, so I'll go push around for a little bit, clear the head, you know, no phone, or go ride my bike, you know, in the East Bay, you know, for a good hour, two hour ride, link up with the wife, go grab a coffee, you know, maybe we'll look at magazines, get some inspiration, go to the, go to the museum or get out of town for the day. For me, you know, even for her, you know, she she's always busy. We're both busy. I mean, there's always something to do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important for us to, you know, unplug, sort of recharge, you know, step away for a little bit. And, you know, and for us, we like, you know, go you know on a hike or go out cool. in nature, right. you know, get out yeah. of the city. We're wow. lucky to travel, you know, so I know it's not a day off thing, but like just get away and recharge. But no, like sure. take a day and just get out. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Like traveling, it's an unbelievable recharge. Like we love it. It's something that I anybody should. I mean, we we work so much, and and we can take that Sunday just to kind of rest, but to kind of actually get on a plane or not, or get in the car and go three hours away, right. and just to kind of like see another aspect of life. It, it's it's an unbelievable recharge. So then when you go back on Monday, you're like, all right, exactly. cool, yeah. let's so do this. <laughs> I think you know, you take a day out and unplug, recharge the batteries. You're more productive for the week. As if you just kept working. So you need to find time to just take a break. For you sure. Know? For sure. Yeah. For I sure. mean, I, yeah, me, the, the mental load. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, we go get a massage or, uh-huh. you know, go to the beach or, you know, just. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, and then on those days that you're uh, that you're off and unwinding, what's your cocktail of choice? Um, so lately, well, it depends on where I go. Um, okay. But lately <laughs> I've been do, I've been drinking highballs. Okay. So, um, Japanese whiskey is uh-huh. is my thing. And if, if you ever come or when you do come to our showroom, we'll always have Japanese whiskey. I've made a, a point to always have cool. Japanese whiskey stocked. So we'll have that. But uh, I've been drinking highballs lately. All right. Um, but if I, you know, if I'm out, if I go to Comstock, I get an old fashioned. Uh, I have a bartender there. Okay. Uh, Zach, shout out to Zach. Uh-huh. I'll go get an old fashioned. Or if I go to Devil's Acre, I'll have an old fashioned. So it depends on where I go. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. But, uh, you know, Japanese whiskey. Highball, all right, old fashioned. And then with that whiskey, I'm a big cigar fan. Are you? Are you? Are you a cigar? Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Do you have a particular cigar brand that you you Um, can recommend? Uh, well, the last I had, I had a a Cohiba Cuban that was given to me by a client. Uh, Oh yeah. So I've been fortunate that a lot of my clients also smoke cigars. So Uh I'm I'm gifted cigars a lot, a lot of times. but yeah, a lot of my clients will give me cigars and where I used to work, we, we had a cigar lounge, so I got to try all kinds of oh, cigars. Sure. I don't really have a favorite, but yeah, the yeah, last yeah. night w- w- was a Cuban. Sweet. All right. All right. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. And then uh, just to kind of close up the podcast, yeah. I have two deeper questions. Okay. Uh, so one of the, the questions is, how do you want to define your legacy? Uh, well, I guess with the legacy, you know, I, I guess when I'm long gone, <laughs> people think of Iron Mike, they go, man, that, could, that guy made some really cool stuff. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but, um, you know, no, joking aside, you know, like uh, with the brand, I guess a brand in a life, but just, you know, being positive and just doing, you know, what he loved to do. 
you know, he did it. See, there you, you go. You know, like he, he was a doer. Like, he's, you know, he set out to do something and he did it. That's awesome. See, yeah. that's perfect. And right. then the last question is just if you need to just finish this sentence. Yeah. Mike is? Uh, I would say Mike is blessed uh, in life, in business, in, in everything. You know, I think where I'm at right now, I'm, I'm definitely blessed. You know, I get a great wife, uh, great family, great, uh, you know, friends, friend circle. I'm doing what I love to do. Uh, everything's great. Cool. Yeah, all right. Definitely blessed. All right. All right. Yeah. So then, and lastly, uh, how does someone get a hold of you socially? And then, if you want to do as far as your website, yeah. uh, do all your your handles and yeah, yeah, like for that. sure. Uh, you can uh, hit us up on our website. It's situation-control.co, and they can find us on Instagram. It's just at situation control, and uh, my personal is at Irons Brand. And then hashtag is situation control. But yeah, hit us up on the web. Um, we got a web store and then you can make an appointment on our website or, you know, you can yeah hit us up on Instagram. Perfect. And as always, I'll always have the link on the, the Scotch Parlor story. So it'll be easy access there. If not, then go ahead and uh, go on Instagram, go on, get on the web and check out uh, check out his website and check out his Instagram. It's You'll totally dig it. All right. And I want to thank you so much, Mr. Mr. Irons, <laughs> uh, for being you. here and uh, learned a lot and um, pumped. And uh, we've got to get uh, got to get some got to get fitted. Yeah, we get, come <laughs> in. we got to get you kitted out. Perfect. But yeah, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. And Absolutely. thanks for listening. Absolutely.